0: Hello! Welcome to another episode of Unpacking Neuroqueerness. In this episode, we are going to actually quite literally unpack neuroqueerness. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about the term neuroqueerness. So this term was actually originally coined by Nick Walker. Um, Nick Walker has a website neuroqueer.com. I highly recommend checking it out. she talks a lot about the intersectionality in between um, being queer and being uh, neurodivergent, autistic, ADHD, etc. Um, and really, uh, what I wanted to talk about in this episode, Nick, Nick has many uh, wonderful, very informative, very educational essays on neurodiversity in general on his uh, on on her website and um, anyways uh, I just wanted to mention that as a reference and and then now I'm going to talk a little bit about the intersectionality just how important it is to acknowledge the intersectionality of the LGBT and queer community with the autistic community and i'm going to start with some quick uh stats here um research has shown um you know polls non-official research polls over time that are taken within the autistic community have shown that up to 80 percent of autistics also identify as queer and up to 50 to up to 60%, actually up to 65% of certain groups of autistics identify as transgender or non-binary. So there is, just right off the bat, there is a huge intersectionality right there. Like um, a lot of us, a lot of us, and this includes myself, a lot of us identify as queer. Uh, And I think a lot of that comes... Not just in my view, it's not just from sexuality, it's not just sexual preference, it's also how you identify. It's a personal uh, label or a personal identification as well. So it's really more than just a sexual preference, and that's where there's still a big stigma out there. I feel like a lot of people still automatically uh, associate queerness with uh being just being being gay like very superficially like just being attracted to the same sex but it's really so much more than that it's because you're, you're forgetting you know you're forgetting about bisexuals you're forgetting about transgender you're forgetting about those that are questioning intersexuals gender. i could go on and on and on you know and that it's like it I, to me that's a very superficial view to just to say that queer is only being gay queer is an identity and it's it's more than than just sexual it is about your gender identity and your personality identity in general and i think the reason that a lot of autistic people identify as queer just as a whole, one of the main reasons is because we always, we feel different just off the bat, just being autistic, being ADHD, being neurodivergent, you feel different. Like from the start of your life, your the start of your like school relationships, social interactions and all that, like you feel different already. Um, you deviate, we deviate from societal norms. So, to me, the identity, like identifying as queer, and this is my experience, but in my experience, I identify as queer not so much because of my sexuality, but more because I deviate from neuronormative societal molds and we deviate i think queer people in general they deviate from societal molds or like you know because the original one of the original meanings of queer or what queer was interpreted as a few decades ago uh, just being gay like that's already deviating from a societal norm because you're deviating from general normative societal norms now with neuroqueerness you're deviating from neuronormative societal molds Um, and, and I feel like that can, so queerness can apply to deviating from societal molds in general. And that's how I view it. Not everyone's going to have the same opinion. That's just how I view it. Um, so yeah, that's what I really wanted to talk about today. Just kind of, um, I feel like this is a kind of important episode to do to kind of break down neuroqueerness and how I see it. How how Nick Walker, who originally coined the term, sees it. How some, you know, and how I see it, and perhaps um, in the future I'll, I'll ask my guests um, how they see it. And I also wanted to just um, drop a, a quick preview. Um, I I know some of you are probably uh, anxious for. Uh, hoping for more guest episodes and I actually have a major guest episode coming up um this Wednesday I will be hosting Melissa from Oh That's Just My Autism uh many of you might be familiar with her podcast um she was definitely the podcaster that inspired me to start my podcast and I just really really admire her um her podcast and how natural and authentic she is and no editing no fanciness just she just goes right into it and i think it's so real and truthful and that's something i really love i've always loved about her podcast so i'm just really honored to be hosting her um soon so please stay tuned for that episode it's probably the next one I'll, i'll drop uh if all goes well so thanks again for listening I hope you were able to get something out of this episode, and I'll see you next time.